Today is Sunday, December 31st in the year 2023, the last day of the year 2023 as we enter into New Year's tonight. So it's New Year's Eve morning. And it's been quite a year. It really has been. A lot to consider for all that we've went through and all that we've been through for a pretty dramatic and, and pretty incredible year after all. It really has been. So we're going to settle into some prayers this morning for New Year's. We've got a few things to talk about outside of that. Some, I think some points that are kind of framing where we're going this year that are important to consider. Before we get going, let's um, 
do keep in mind that we're dealing very much with a psychopathic pedophile elite. And unfortunately, as, as much as those words can both be laughed at, but the truth is that they're probably more truth than we ever want to admit in what that represents and how crazy these people are that lead this world. They're cults of control. And part of that is their desire to do anything to keep their secrets hidden from the world and to keep people enslaved. EMPs are right on their list of things. Try to wipe, wipe out the power grid. We're heading into what people are now calling a black swan event, which will be something dramatic that will cause mass global chaos and something which they feed on. And so you need to prepare as best you can. And one of those critical areas of preparation is EMP Shield. EMPShield.com, EMPShield.com. It is the uh, device that will literally protect your your appliances, your vehicles, your ATVs, all of them, uh, in case of an EMP, a lightning strike, or solar flare. And it's EMP level 1, 2, or 3, and solar flares and lightning strikes. So these are devices that are easy to install. They have a great resource library on their certifications. You can find that all at empshield.com, an American company, veteran-owned, tested at the best labs in the nation. So head on over to empshield.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, for $50 off and free shipping. Great value, an incredible insurance policy for the things that we need. That is the best product out there to make sure that you keep going and your, your systems keep running in spite of all the craziness that may may ensue. So again, empshield.com, promo code BARDS, $50 off, and free shipping. There you go. All right, so we're going to dig in here just a second. The um, came across a report yesterday that I think is probably one of the more disturbing reports that I've read in the context of where we are right now as a, as a nation. And I think it's appropriate when we sit and we look at the situation going into 2024. I want to play this short video for you. Here we go. This is the magnitude of evil we are dealing with. We are dealing with people who have the money, the power to pollute the entire human genome. I think because of this, we're going to lose about a billion children. So any mother, any mother-to-be, even if she is not pregnant yet, if she gets an mRNA vaccine, those mRNAs are going to go to the ovaries. There's DNA that stays silent, that is never transcribed into proteins until the next generation. And it'll only show up when that adult tries to have another child. Five billion people have been injected so far on this planet. Half of them are women. Two and a half billion. Half of them will be women who are young enough to have children. There are 1.25 billion carriers 
of mutations in the egg cell line of their bodies. 1.25 million women who are capable of giving birth to children who carry something that has never been seen before in the human species, in the entire human genome. I won't be able to tell until problems start happening in the children and grandchildren and the great-grandchildren. This is the magnitude of evil we are dealing with. And it is. I don't really know how else to say it. We are dealing with a magnitude of evil that is uncomprehensible, uncomprehensible by the terms of what we normally see. And all of this was accomplished very systematically by a nation that walked its way willfully into the world of consumption and material satisfaction. And the whole idea that somehow that we would have been made better by a shot that the government was manufacturing and telling us that we everything was going to be better. We head into a war in 2024 it's no longer hidden, but it's in the open. And the instruments of this warfare, as enraging as it can get, and even myself, and I speak to this honestly, we want to pick up the sword of steel. We want to wage that war. But the darkness that does something like this is not human. I can only say that it is of a demonic level that we haven't even come to fathom, other than in the simple terms like Satan, Baphomet, Ball, but we just have no concept as to the pleasure that they gain out of the destruction and pain which they put upon this earth. And this is a harvest. And we have a lot of work to do coming into this year, into 2023, from, from 2023 to 2024, to bringing the gospel of Jesus Christ to people, to healing the sick and the wounded, to casting out demons and raising the dead and bringing the fullness of what this body, soul, spirit was intended into the presence of God. That's the completion of deliverance, not just casting out demons, not just inner healing, but the fullness of bringing all that we are and all that God intended for us to be, to become present and conscious in the world. That's the tools of warfare that we use. And like I say, even myself, there's plenty of times I want to take these dirt bags and send them down into a body bag and send them home. But the problem is that it's, this fight is not of the flesh. This fight is of the spirit. And it's going to require us to walk in a way that's exceedingly challenging. We are going to have to go far beyond the limits of what our very temporal and very limited view of love is like. We're going to have to dig into the principles of love that take us into agape and into a way of thinking that we just don't have a present in our culture anymore. Because love, while love is infinite, love is also justice. Love is also mercy. You have to have the two together. Love is not hugging everybody and letting crimes go unabated any more than love is taking a sword to every single thing that you see is wrong and then trying to convince ourselves that somehow we're saving the world. 
this demonic war is that difficult for us because we have to trust greater in our Father and in our faith than ever before. And what we what lies ahead of us is an unbelievable mountain that we have to face and we have to conquer. And the only way we're going to get there is through our Father. Yesterday, I read 1 John 3. And 1 John 3 is a very powerful passage that deals with love. Actually, the whole 1 John, 1 John 3, 4, 5. But I, was, I ended up focusing on children of God love one another and the principles behind this. And I'm, I'm not going to kid you. This really shook me yesterday. Because I had to dig in very deeply into a personal testimony to my own self and before God if I was really living this as he would want me to. Because it takes us to another level. It takes us to the true understanding of what it is to love thy neighbor. It takes to, and to love thy brother and to forgive because the forgiveness has to be between one another. I I listen to these, the comments like it was just we just listened to. And there's a burden and onus that we all want to throw out there of the people that took this shot. And at the end of the day, the accountability for taking the shot is in them. And that's a sad statement, but it's true. It is in them. And by being in them, it means that they carry now the burden and responsibility for making a decision that was outside of God, for being influenced by the various aspects of this attack and to understand that they didn't choose the path of God, they chose the path of fear. And at the end of the day, what they carry in them is a ticking time bomb. Dr. Sherry Tinpenny said at the beginning of this that everybody that took the vax would end up dead in 10 years. I want you to let that sink in a minute because if we're dealing with 1.25 billion people across this globe, there is not a country, there is not a family, and there is not an economic sector that is not going to be affected by the death of that many people. And we're not going to get through this by being angry. We will get through this with righteousness and with love. And I'm going to be, as I am in all things, transparent with you. There's many parts of this path. I don't even know how I'm going to get there. Because I'm not perfect by any standard. And there are times that, believe me, the easiest part of all of this is to wage that war as we have in the past, which is steel to steel. But unless we, if we lose sight of the fact that this is a demonic war, that it's going to require the tools that we are given in Scripture to fight this, we'll lose. And there's so many ways that we lose. We can win every battle. And what it's going to take in this nation is a moral reset for us to get back to the principles, values, and laws of God. And that means the things that we have to face, all of us, are not going to be easy. Fourteen weeks ago, Bards Fest ended. This is the final Sunday today, 14 weeks ago. And a week later, I began 
I was led by God to start speaking a message that literally caused a shakeup in this channel. Shakeup that caused people to start fighting one another, to start throwing flechettes at me. Because that message was very simple. And that message was the message at its core, that this war was about family. And at the end of the day, if we were going to win, we were going to have to be bold enough and confident enough in our faith in God to be able to take that right down to the bedroom. And to get into how we are in our relationships and to elevate those up to a greater level and to start looking at the gifts that God gives us to prosper and grow big families. In that 14 weeks, we were, you were part of a discussion, a decision, and a, an outcome of me going through and candidly telling you about decisions I've made in my life, including a vasectomy, which part of that was to bring that testimony forward in a, in a surgery, a reversal surgery, that happened in Tucson, Arizona on the 28th of November. And it's interesting to see how these, these messages are received. But this is all about accountability for the greatest war that's ever been fought. And the war centers on one critical aspect. It centers on family. With the equally and important part of these elites getting to the children. And we have to start embracing that. And as we fight this war and we confront it with the tools of the spirit and the weapons of the spirit, we have to keep in mind that we're not touching these demons unless we fight them on a turf that they're on and then we take the fight to them with the authorities given to us and we win. Corey Terry passed on great words the other day that I shared here on the channel. And if you don't know who Corey Terry is, he's a retired Special Forces team sergeant, brother and a, a brother and a brother in Christ. And to short, kind of give me the quick note of that, his bottom line on this was that if we're going to fight the evil, ultimately the only way we are going to win is to take it to the root and to find those who are masterminding this war. The reason those words are so insightful and so wise is it is about the principles of Ephesians 6, 10 to 18. We do not fight in the flesh. We fight in principalities beyond our reach. And that's where this war is. The devastation of what a handful of people on a global level have, been managing, have managed to do and the number of compliant agents that are involved in making that happen is stunning. But 2024 is not going to be a year of fear. It's not going to be a year of retreat. It's going to be a year of offensive and taking this kingdom into this world. And that's a mindset that everyone has to have, that we're fighting from victory and bringing victory. We're not trying to fight to find victory. We've already been given victory on the cross. But my challenge to everyone here is to be prepared for what's coming not just in the types of challenges we face in a daily life, but in the things that we're going to be asked to do to step into this next level and to win. And to do that, there has to be a humbleness of the heart and an honesty in the heart to be able to fight this fight and take it to places that we don't often want to go.
And where are those places? Those are the places that are that we like to consider off limits, the places that aren't for other peoples to talk about. We have to start looking at our decision factors on how we live our lives in all aspects. And that gets us inside the home. And sometimes it takes us right to the bedroom. Because the core that we have to rebuild is family. And there's generations coming up here that don't have anything to model after. They have no way of referencing of what good family is like. They have no behavior. They have no way of knowing. They have no grid. And the only way that they're going to learn is if we do the course correction now to understand what great family is and start modeling that for these children and these youth, even if it means that we have to give testimony to what we had to change and encouraging things going forward. Here's just a simple fact. The birth rate in this nation now is so low because it's down now to 2.3 or less. We are beginning the death spiral for a nation, meaning there is no way to recover unless people start to build big families again. And they're going to do everything they can economically to prevent that happening, and they have struck a massive blow to the genome of humanity with this shot. 1.25 billion people effective with DNA-modifying injections that will have long-term effect. So our only fight, our only place that we absolutely have to have a win on a daily basis is within our family and how God functions in our family. And sometimes that's some hard realities to face. But we have a forgiving God, and he's a loving God. And as difficult as those things may be to face, he's never abandoning anyone. He's just going to walk us through the fires of refinement that we need to be able to level up to the next level to win. So that also reflects the messages that will come through here in 2024. I don't know where we're going. Trust me. I don't mean like we're not going to have a channel. I mean, I don't know what God's going to put on my heart to talk about. But I know one thing. I'm committed to winning this thing. I'm committing to go to whatever place God wants us to go to open those things up, to dig in deep, no matter how much they hurt, no matter how difficult they are, no matter how much people want to scream and yell. The fact of the matter is that we walk this, we raise up, we level up, and in so doing, we don't need millions. We need the committed few that understand that we will do whatever it takes to win. That's the true remnant. And that's a, a walk that we now face in 2024 that is going to be unprecedented in everything that we do and have done to this date. Okay. Let's begin with a prayer for what we are doing here today. Father God, I just want to thank you for coming to bringing us together and assembling us on this New Year's Eve. This is a time of enormous amount of pressure and upheaval on a global level as we reflect back on a year that in itself was wrought with challenges, pitfalls, and seeming times that were even difficult to overcome. Father, what we've learned as a remnant is we are overcomers, that we can overcome, that we can face challenges and through you overcome anything. And right now, Father, more than ever, 
we're going to lean into you on this and say, guide us and provide us with the wisdom. And Holy Spirit, fill us truly with all that we need. We're going forward now is a challenge of confronting an enemy, no longer taking it on our heels, no longer in retreat, but turning 2024 into the beginning of the greatest victory in humankind and human history. This is a year of the awakening of the true sense of who we are as the sons and daughters of the Most High. This is a year of justice and accountability as we begin to turn the tables to bring that format and, and a function of justice and accountability and back into this world. And above all, Father, this is a year where we lean on you to guide our hand, provide the wisdom, the insight in everything that we do to literally burn the dross from the silver and to allow you as a silversmith to reforge us all in the perfection of what you need us to be, not what our hearts or emotions try to drive us to. So, Father, we just pray for clarity. We pray, we pray for discernment. We pray for temperance. We pray for courage. We pray for courage of the many that are still sitting in the sidelines wondering if they should stay, take a step in. Well, it's time. It's time to step, step up, the level up. It's time to put scripture in our lives on a, every day in a core basis that guides us in this fight. It's time for us to pray in warfare mode, to literally be praying into principalities, praying against this darkness, and doing the things that we have been equipped to do. And it's time for us to put victory in our hearts, not victory as a hope, but to understand that victory was given and that in our hearts we now bring it to victory in this world. So, Father, we thank you for all that you give. We're blessed and humbled by that all that has brought us here in a true sense of understanding that we are part of a remnant, a remnant that was brought here in this time and this place for such a time as this, and a remnant now that looks to you for the wisdom, guidance, and directions that are needed to tactically maneuver, overcome, and destroy an enemy, and to do so with the tools given to us in the scriptures that we must follow as our field manual of war, the Bible. Amen. So, Patriots, as part of that today is our prayer healing Sunday, and this is probably some of the greatest work that we do, is healing people and raising them up. So, Father God, I just ask that you can literally raise us up, lift us up, and to guide us in today's prayers to bring miraculous healing, to make it possible for people to witness the miracles of the living God, to shake them and awaken them, and to have them see truly the power of what you are, of whom we serve, and whom they will desire to serve as they witness the true sense of the miracle God that we humble ourselves before. So, Father, we just ask that today in our prayers that this becomes the outcome. Miracles. Miracles that we don't hesitate to believe in. Miracles that we don't hesitate to walk in. Miracles that we now pray into to have the world witness and be transformed. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Let's begin with some praise reports on New Year's Eve 2023. Pretty amazing year we've had in this. We have been doing prayer. We've been doing the prayer healing now since, I believe it was May of last year. And we have just witnessed again and again 
the miracles of a living God. So some praise reports for this morning. Bards Fest pointed me to CJ and Danica that Holy Spirit used to heal a huge heart hole that I could not get past. And it was a, an amazing experience. That's flags for Jesus. If you remember, CJ was a, was a satanic abuse overcomer. And Danica was yet another one talking about so much of the self-deliverance and, and challenges of some of the demonic stuff going on. Both of them were at Bards Fest. And so we just praise Praise you, Father, for all you've done to help Flags for Jesus fill that massive hole in her heart and to lift her up and raise up Flags for Jesus in such an amazing way to continue that healing and to strengthen the armor so they are now prepared and more ready for the battle that we face this year. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Next, I did not mention this because God has been so good to me, but when I got out of the hospital, oh, this is from V. He was in the hospital, tragic. Um, we're going to do a two prayers for V. V lost her husband while in the hospital. We're going to pray for that, and we're also going to pray for this. I did not mention this because God has been so good to me, but when I got out of the hospital, I could not hear out of my right ear. I saw my general practitioner who saw no obstruction. I'm praying for a Christmas miracle that my hearing be restored in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Well, first of all, Father, we just want to pray for V and just pray into her and pour our love of life into her heart to heal that which has been taken and to raise her up and just be so humbled to have somebody in our community that is so strong and so solid within you. Father, she was well healed in the hospital and is now left with the need to have hearing restored in her ear, in her right ear. And so, Father, we pray for a miracle right now, a miraculous healing that all that we can speak, all that we can do, our hands are up, our hands are around her and speaking healing and restoration of her hearing in her right ear. So, Father, we just breathe into her ear and speak life and let those words be heard in the right ear as we speak life. And, Jesus, we just ask that you'll put your arms around me, hold her, as we pray into this healing, we declare this healing before the throne. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Next praise report. Our family heard Scott's prayer for our family. Thank you. I would love to give an update. Praise report. My uncle John got his scan today, and the scans show him right now cancer-free. Praise God. We are truly blessed to be part of the Bards family. Prayers for the entire Bards family and Scott for your support and prayers. God is good. Bless all of you. Rick Danny 6020. Amazing. So, Father God, I just want to thank you as we raise up our hands in praise and thanks to heal, the, bringing the healing to their Uncle John, to Rick, Rick Danny's Uncle John, who is now cancer-free. So Father, we just ask for a continued blessing of healing through that whole body to restore that body to its fullness as in kingdom. We breathe life into, into Uncle John. We, breathe, we lift, lift up Uncle John in the glory of heaven. We establish a hedge of protection around him. It goes infinitely up and infinitely down, anchored in the blood of Christ. And we put on notice that there can be no demonic influence on this man. 
for he's now truly in the ownership and control of kingdom. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Karen O. The Lord heard your prayers, sister, because I went away instantly and was healed. Praise God. I have tears of joy right now. Kathy. Well, Father, I just want to thank you for another miracle of instant healing, as we know can happen and happens increasingly, especially within this community, as we put our prayers into the right things, our heart pouring out in the true love for one another. So, Father, we just pray for continued healing from Kathy, for Kathy, and we raise Kathy up and bless her and declare constant and perpetual healing over her body. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Another praise report. Music speaks all languages. It's especially powerful when there's no sound. Hint, I'm an interpreter for the deaf. My love is signing, interpreting music. It's silent for a deaf person when it's, it's physically loud for the hearing. However, the effect of singing on those hearing the music is very powerful. I've seen some amazing moves in the spirit on those people. For me, it is, it's as if I'm speaking in tongues with my body and through my body, if that makes sense to you. It's hard to understand until you get to the chance to experience it. Not many people get the chance to be on the same room, be in the same room where the spirit is moving through an interpreter while praise or worship music is being sung. Praise to God, all of this signing for him. Well, Father, we just, first of all, just thank you for this blessed testimony, which is one that we seldom think about, of the power of healing into the deaf. So, Father, we just pray into this and ask that all that you have provided signing for, for him to do, to be elevated and raised up with new levels of anointment, to be able to truly not only touch these people, but to restore their hearing as he works. So we pray a blessing and an anointing over signing for him. They will ask for the, the, the gifts to be able to restore hearing as he works. So, Father, we pray for him, lift him up, bless him, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord of Lords. The Ross referendum petition was approved by Lorraine County Board of Elections without discussion it is, it is issue 19. It is being sent to the Secretary of State for final approval, Ken and Christine Taylor. Amen. So, Father, we just want to thank you for the continued work of Karen and Kevin and Christine Taylor as they fight for to resist this horrible plant of incineration plant and, and chemical disposal plant and work to save them, to restore the land in spite of the efforts by big corporate to try to destroy it and, and, and ravage it. We thank you for Kevin and Christine Taylor for all they do. We raise them up and bless them in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Praise report. Nathan is making great progress against the infection. We are so blessed. Zebond. Zebond. Fathers want to raise up Nathan, pray into him, pray into Nathan for a miracle healing. We continue to, our prayers to surround him, focus on him, and pray into him with, with the power of life. We speak life into Nathan. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Okay. You know, there's a lot of, um, I think, at a certain point in our life, 
we've all encountered this sort of negativity towards miracle healing. Some of it is just because it's been used as a charlatan's act, a clown act, to try to big, big stage dramas and raise money. The truth of the matter is that when two or three come together, and in this case, literally hundreds, we have to we have to start embracing the power of what prayer is doing in our world. And that power is transformational. We're on a trajectory right now. It's hard to understand until you kind of, I think I'll say it's hard to understand or appreciate unless you take a step back. And that stepping back is to ask yourself where we're going. What is it that they're trying to hide? Why is it that they don't want us as a nation to see things? Billionaires are developing bunkers, still big ones. And more and more of them are digging in. And it's not anything that worries me, but it is something to note. And you're talking about black swan events. And they're talking about disruptions at a massive scale. And these are actions that they're going to take that they need to take because the economy is now being propped up literally with bailing wire and duct tape. And the truths of who we are and the lies which they have used to control us are increasingly percolating to the surface at a rate that they can no longer control. So their options that these elites have are few. These options include things like global nuclear war. Or if you happen to know of a, an event on the horizon, say a solar flare or a pole shift, you would want people to not be aware of it, not be prepared for it, and get them to believe that everything that goes wrong in this world was on them. Well, the, the elites have done an amazing job at that. The I'm not worthy guilty plea is going on too many people's hearts. A failure to see who we are and all that God gave us and as well as the gifts and talents which we have and we share. So Father God, we open today's prayers with this. We pray for a nation. We pray for a nation to be unburdened by the I'm not worthy narrative. A nation that needs to start hearing the glory of who we are the gift of what it was like and why such a gift is so significant to, for you to have sacrificed your only son to give us freedom. Father, we pray that that message in its many forms will start to settle into the many's hearts, to steer away from these narratives of doom and gloom and stare into the narratives of victory, to start listening to your word and to start digging into the word and to walk in such a way that we are committed to the success of kingdom and all that you are and all that you want us to be as a nation, not just as individuals. Father, we pray this increasingly prayer of courage and ferocity into the hearts of the remnant to be able to, in this hour, embrace what's before us, the challenges, and to pray into victory again not to pray and to doom, not to listen to the end of times theories, but instead 
listen, and pray into the victory that's before us. And to understand that our prayers affect things. To appreciate the power of prayer, not just as a tool to heal, but a tool to to transform. So wherever the trajectory is that these elites are seeking to take us, let us understand that through prayer warfare, we can, out, we can change that outcome. Because as we change the hearts of the men, so we change the direction of the world. So Father, we pray to that, that the hearts of the men will be awakened and the direction of the world will be pivoted to such a place that it is arriving at an outcome in a future that's reflective of kingdom, not reflective of darkness. We rebuke any of the demonic that is controlling this world, and we take our prayers to those principalities to sever their ties and and chains and bonds to those of the flesh. For every demon that crosses us today, and every demon that we cross going forward, we bind them and gag them, cast them to the feet of Jesus. And we stand in the gap, unafraid of it, what comes at us. For we know whom we are. We understand that we are the children of the Most High. And that there is no fear, for we have already been given victory on the cross. Father, we just raise up the remnant. We raise up this nation. We raise up the world. We raise up the hearts of the men to stand in this time and say, Amen, Father. And be able to wage war through the Spirit, first and foremost. To break these strongholds and free your people. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. First prayer up. I have an update on prayers for Dan and Judy King. Judy is out of the hospital, and the doctors are say she would not have survived. Had He said, God must have plans for you. Dan still needs healing prayers as he has no appetite. Please pray for continued healing for my friends and neighbor. Crafty nut. So, Father God, we pray for Dan and Judy King. We pray prayers of healing over Dan and Judy King. Father, as you have we've seen a restoration of Judy, we just pray a blessing around her, place an edge of protection around her, and pour Holy Spirit into her to lift her up and to give her strength as she moves forward to be greater and healthier than she's ever been. As for Dan, who still needs healing prayers, we pray that he regains his appetite, We lift him up, pray into him, we pray life into his heart, and we pray that the Holy Spirit fills him and cleanses him from head to toe and toe to head. And in so doing, Father, to guide us in this path in such a way that we can lift up these two, ensure that they are truly healed restored and brought back to the glory and beauty of which they are in the kingdom and to know that this healing comes from you. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Good morning. I pray blessings over each of you. Scott, God bless you and protect you. While you share Christmas with the Cantrell family, I pray for each of you to continue to share amazing and anointed kingdom bonds. I'm asking for prayers for those who are alone and for those who have no one that may that we may have the opportunity to reach them in prayer or in person, to show them the love of Jesus, to give them the hope in Christ, to defy the odds and and any demonic attacks upon them. I pray the glory of God and embrace, embrace of Jesus. I am thankful, Father, for all my family, 
and loved ones and are and humble before you, Father, and ask that you give me the opportunities to see the needs of others and bring the kingdom love and hope to others. Amen. Kim Lumba. Well, Father, we just ask for these blessings of Kim Lumba to be raised up. These are selfless blessings of healing and restoration. And we pray for an anointing of healing the rest upon Kim Lumba. That truly the, the power of healing will be blessed upon Kim in such a way that as Kim prays, feel the power of the Holy Spirit flow through and be able to witness the miracles of, of those healings before, before the people in which Kim Limba works. Father, we pray for and we, and we receive and pray for the continued blessings that are with the Kentrell family here as their children continue to wake up and walk in the apostolic and the prophetic in the most amazing ways and also pray in the, in the space of healing. May you continue to bless them with the gifts and the anointed talents of kingdom as they continue this walk. And equally, Father, we just pray for the continued raising up of helping others, and helping finding those, the widows, the orphans, those that are walking alone, to pray into their hearts, to give them comfort through the power of Jesus and the gospel of Jesus Christ, and to awaken them to the glory of what that offers and leads them to. So, Father, we pray in life, we pray in restoration, we pray the miracle healings, and we pray the gifts of healing upon Kim Limba in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Dear Bards family, I've been listening to Scott for the past three years and have really felt the presence of the, of the Holy Spirit when he leads us in prayer. On this Christmas morning, I would like to lift up a faithful warrior, my friend, friend Bonnie, who is like a sister to me. She has been diagnosed with breast cancer over a year ago and was determined to take a holistic approach to the healing and went to the to the Gerson Clinic this past spring. Bonnie also has the after effects from a head injury more than a year ago. She is sensitive to sound, light, and smells. A bit backstory, her husband, Kevin, was a Jewish heritage, who has a Jewish heritage, and she and her husband felt Yahweh instructing them to return to Israel as part of the remnant. After, after each had visited Israel separately to visit the family. They moved in August, and we missed them all, including their amazing two teenagers. They are still want, waiting for their citizenship and health insurance in Israel. They had hired a lawyer to move the paperwork along, but he was very recently called to Israeli army and serving in Gaza. As Bonnie's lump had not changed after many months following a protocol, she made the decision to have the lump removed while still there in the States and whilst they had access to medical care. Since moving to Israel, there has been a struggle to find food and supplements for her wellness journey. Bonnie is one of the most beautiful, godly souls I have ever met. She trusts that the lessons learned in her journey will be used by the Lord to help others. Please pray with me for the healing touch of Yeshua to be placed upon Bonnie to restore her neurological system, and to fully restore oxygen to her cells, casting out the free radical presence. At this time, she is waiting for the results of a PET scan. A blessing in their move to Israel is that, is that Kevin was present to be with his fa father when his mother died recently, not because of the war. They live in an, in an hour north of Gaza. There have been many struggles while settling while 
settling in Israel, an account Kevin has thought to had thought to secure for his business, Spirit PR, fell through as, after he moved to the st- out of the states. Their two teenagers have had a major culture adjustment, but it does not does seem that they are adapting well. The family has been blessed with generous neighbors who help them out with loan of a car and how to prepare their bomb shelter found in every home. We are grateful that they are safe from the war and pray the angel armies continue to surround them with protection. Thank you for joining me in lifting up Bonnie and her family. Rita S. Purely Living. Well, Father, today we're just lifting up this family. And this is family of two with two children that have moved to Israel. And we begin with a prayer for Bonnie, who has breast cancer. And so, Father, we just pray in healing into her, into Bonnie, place a just an envelope of, of love around her. And so we pray into their their hearts. We, we pray into her heart. We pray into the family's hearts. We pray life into all of them. And in so doing, we lift them up and we pray the power of Holy Spirit to flow through them and the healing miracles to touch Bonnie. Father, with hands on, we're praying into the eradication of cancer in her body and we declare healing across the entire body of Bonnie and restore that body to the perfection of kingdom, lifting it up and praying life into her and praying life fully from head to toe and toe to head. And we pray that the power of the Holy Spirit flows through her, cleanses her and restores her in the fullness. And Jesus, we just ask that you can place your hands upon her as we pray and we declare healing over her in an instant healing that is both miraculous and stunning that leaves the medical industry in awe. Always a reminder to impact it, an attempt to impact the medical industry with a true sense of who the real physician is, the true healing God. Father, we pray into this family and their settling into Israel. And for whatever you have called them to, this is a challenging place because as Christians, we know that this current government of Israel is anything but and that its attempt is to persecute Christians in the name of their faith, something other than you. So, Father, we pray a protection around this family. We continue to pray a hedge of protection around this family as they seek their path, which you're leading them on. And may that path become true and true in the heart of the father and the mother. Father, we pray for Kevin, and we pray for his work here as he is trying to struggle to get his business on the ground. And we pray blessings to fall upon this family as resources and blessings as have already begun to flow, but in a greater way to lift them up and to ensure that they have stability and security in a very difficult time. So, Father, we just ask that this family be blessed and anointed in their their walk that they do to continue to carry the love of Jesus in their heart and to walk with Jesus first and foremost in all things and to bring that into the world in in Israel in such a profound way that they will begin to be the change makers of the region. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Please put me on the prayer list. I'm in pain a lot. I sit in a wheelchair 24-7. It's not been fun being me, one leg, but I know God can heal me. Thank you, Ruby Russell. So, Father, we pray into the heart of Ruby Russell. Today, we raise our hands and declare miracle healing over Ruby Russell. Not knowing more of the situation other than wheelchair-bound, 
and apparently one leg. Father, you know the situation here. And so we're praying for a healing of miracles of miracles. We pray for the restoration of the leg and to re, a rebuilding of the entire body to the perfection as it was designed and a release from the bondage of this chair. This chair has become that jail, become a prison to hold Ruby down. And we break those chains and bonds. And we pray into this healing and miraculous way to lift Ruby up, to get out of that chair. No more pain as we pray from head to toe and toe to head. And we pray in life into Ruby's heart, life in the most powerful way that sparks this power of life within to restore, to rebuild and rejuvenate and to become set free from the bonds and changes of this world. Father, we pray into the heart of Ruby, lifting up any of the burdens and any chains that are there, any darkness that has attached itself, we sever and cast out to the lake of fire. We surround Ruby with a hedge of protection filled completely with the love of Holy Spirit to lift Ruby up and to set Ruby free from the wheelchair and into a new future of rebirth and rejuvenation. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I, too, am in a lot of physical pain and would welcome being on the prayer list. Blessings to all and prayers going your way from my little corner of the world, Patty Knudsen. So, Father, we don't have, you know what this pain is. We don't. And so as we pray into this, I'm praying into the release of any sort of demonic strings that are attached to to Patty Knudsen. So, Father, we breathe life into Patty Knudsen. We surround Patty with a hedge of protection, truly that anchors in the blood of Christ that goes infinitely up and infinitely down. And there is something here that's holding her back and healing. This is this is demonic issue here. So, Father, we break off those strongholds and we cast those demons to the lake of to the feet of Jesus to be dealt with. And we free Ruby and we bless Ruby and we lift her up in the name of Jesus and we declare her as a child of the Most High. And this is Patty, not Ruby, Patty. So as we lift up Patty and we breathe life into Patty, we're literally restoring Patty to the glory of kingdom. And whatever the pain is, that pain is now being cast out. We rebuke the pain and we come out of agreement with the pain. And Patty, you have to come out of agreement with your pain because you become accepting of your pain in your prison. So let it go. Now breathe in and pick up your crate and walk, literally, and be pain-free in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I have a problem with a possibly possibility of children in abuse. I have passed information on to my church, but I'm third party to all this information. Please pray I find a way. The person passing information tonight to me tonight is emotionally not stable. If under attack, if under stress, she has seizures. I have not seen the children. And I do not. I do know one is very likely autistic. This makes it more and more of a possibility as my experiences in autistic children are often targeted. Such as secret stash. Well, Father, right now we're praying a prayer of discernment and clarity over Sasha's secret stash. That in this hour, in this moment, that truly what sits before her is an understanding that what you must find now is the root and the truth. So, Father, whatever the situation is, may it be made clear. We cannot make accusations of this nature without solid proof. 
So I pray that this will be made clear, and as it will be made clear, there will be an effort for Secret Stash to be able to step in, to speak what has been told and what has been shared. But more importantly than all of this, we pray that Sasha Secret Stash will pray into this and pray healing over this, and we pray healing over these children no matter what. And whatever the situation is for these children, we lift them up, we surround them with a hedge of protection, and we pray Holy Spirit fire within them to lift them up and to be able to heal them. And for the autistic child, we pray specifically for a miracle here, Father, that the autism will be reversed, that this child will be set free from that chains and that bonds, to lift them up, pray into them, and declare them healed. In the name of Jesus, amen. Prayer request. Powerful message this a.m. I am full of heavy heart this a.m. I am all over the place with how to articulate with my two prayer requests. I had an accident on Christmas Eve. The encounter of a three in lead, of uh, an encounter of a three in ledge on the sidewalk smashed my two my big toe. Went flying, landed on my left knee, rolled to the left side. My body was on fire. Came home, iced it. Woke up Christmas Day, could not walk on my foot. Rib hurt like crazy. Spent four hours in the ER with my fractured toe, fractured rib, knee is good, just bruised, scraped up. We met up with our oldest son for dinner. This was after This was after dinner. I had an uneasy feeling that a.m. My two sons are at odds with one another. Oldest one would not come to our home for youngest lives with us. I was supposed to go see my granddaughter on the 13th birthday, end of January, in Illinois. We now live in Florida. I have a. We I had a premonition on Christmas Christmas Eve that wasn't going that wasn't going to happen. Then the accident, six to eight weeks recovery. Too many obstacles getting in the way of me seeing my grandchildren. It's been fifteen months. There it is. Too long. So much to say. Prayer for healing, mind, body, spirit. I know I've got this from the the Christ of the Father, just shaken and to the core right now. Lori, Sarah, a.k.a. in chat. Loris BKJ4. We have a tendency of always doing glass half empty. And I think it's important that we start to look at things more and more by the perspective of glass half full. There's actually two... um, There are two additional ways of looking at it. Rather than looking at the glass as one way or the other, you can just look at the glass as it is. And that's probably the most important insight right now. These challenges that we face, yes, they're stacking up. But there's usually a blessing rolled in within all of these things. And as difficult as that is to face or to deal with, when we allow evil to get into our hearts and to shake us and leave ourselves unsettled, then we have a we we have a real problem in how we move forward. So my first we're gonna there's some more to this prayer which I'm gonna read in a moment, but it's important that we stay focused on where we are in the moment and know that God is always with us. And the only major foothold that demons have is when we give demons a foothold. When we give the demonic a foothold into our heart, it begins to rule us and we don't rule it. 
And that's, it's just that simple. So if we're shaken by an event, take a breath, sit back, pray into God, and reclaim the moment in his name. We're not intended to be victims of evil. We're only victims of evil if our own hearts are weak. So, Father, we just pray strength until Lord S. BKJ4's heart to lift them up, to pray into them, to restore them, and to restore, Lord, it's Lori, Sarah, to restore Lori in her fullness and her glory, to heal that foot in a miraculous way that we can see a miracle healing happen, and to take a breath back and realize that she will be able to see her grandchildren. Not to get wrapped up into allowing the demons to think that they have an upper hand, but rather to strengthen that heart and to breathe into it, to raise her up, and to have her find the nugget of truth that's within this moment of time that will allow her to be greater from it rather than lesser. So, Father, we pray into Lori. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Now, the prayer continues. Please pray for the Project Farm Stand Ministry. Farm Stand, it's Project Farm Stand Ministry. Guidance. Prayer that the ministry receives divine guidance and wisdom in our work, making decisions that will effectively help the communities we serve. Resources. Pray the Project Farm Stand Ministry where never lacks the necessary resources, be it their financial, infrastructure, or human, to carry out their work in efficiently. Impact. Pray the impact of the ministry's work is felt for far and wide, truly making a difference in people's lives. Spiritual strength. Pray for strength and faithfulness for our ministry national partners in times of success and in times of challenges. Growth. Pray for new partners, increased support and opportunities for the ministry to grow and expand its reach. Protection. Pray for safety over us and also our ministry workers. Oh, this is a separate prayer, sorry. And that would be from Michigan Matt. Okay. Okay, so that's a separate prayer for Project Farm Stand Ministry. I don't know what Project Farm Stand Ministry is. I'm assuming it's bringing food to the community. So whatever that is. Father, we just raise up Project Farm Stand Ministry, and we name it up, raise it up in your name. We pray for the blessings over this ministry to continue to expand and continue to bring to the world power of all that they're seeking to do. This, this ministry is seeking to a clarity in its direction and guidance for divine guidance and wisdom in their work. And I would hope that that's at the core of everything that they do. And so, Father, we also pray for this ministry that never lacks the resources needed, be it financial, infrastructure, or human, to carry out their work efficiently. And pray the impact of our ministry's work is felt far and wide and that they truly are make, make a difference in people's lives. We pray that they, they, they pray that they have a strength and faithfulness of their ministry for, for national partners. It will allow for greater success in times of challenges. And they pray for a new partnerships, increased support and opportunities for the ministry to grow and expand. And we pray for a protection over them. Most importantly, Father, above all these things, Pray that this ministry will keep its eyes on Jesus, not its eyes on the ledgers of money. We pray that this ministry will have faith in you to provide, not just looking to have resources come from, from partnerships and money and financial institutions that at the end of the day are part of Babylon, but to truly put their eyes on you, have faith in you, and the trueness of faith to lay it down, to walk this ministry for really what it is. 
a ministry to do whatever their consumption and consuming fire is for this ministry, that fire becomes built around the love of Jesus and the commitment to loving thy neighbor and in all things, loving thy neighbor. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Hi, the hospital just called us that they will report us to CPS today because we neglected our son's cancer treatment. Can anyone have a lawyer reference in Indiana or Cincinnati? My son is still son is still no sign of sickness for after surgery. Our plan of fleeing to my home country is still on the way. The passports and visas will be done in two weeks. We're connecting other hospitals too, but they said that they have to report us to CPS. Need prayers and God's guidance. Please echo Ezen. Okay, this is an interesting one. Wow. Prayers like this, I wish we had some motive. But we're going to pray into motive and find out what's going on here. Echo Ezen. Just going to begin by praying into your heart that you're truly hearing the word of God and everything you're doing. I'm not an advocate of medical institutions and cancer treatment, but the framing of this sounds very odd. I also don't trust CPS any farther than I can spit. But nonetheless, the questions that come about here immediately are why was your son in the hospital? And what have you done for the cancer treatment? What was recommended? These are many details that we don't have. So it's difficult for us to pray into it, but we know the Holy Spirit knows the truth and we know that God will lead us. So Father, we just ask for a clarity here in this prayer. And most importantly is the child. We place a hedge of protection around this child who raise them up, heal them, and restore their heart to the fullness of what kingdom intended. This child needs has cancer. So we breathe life into this child. And we just breathe life into restoration of the body. And this is truly the miracle we're asking for, Father, because if the cancer is not there, the case from CPS cannot continue. So, Father, we pray life into into their son. We pray life and restoration for the body to rebuke and cast out that cancer and literally lay it before the feet of Jesus. And may this child's body be restored to the fullness and perfection of all it is. For echo ease in, we pray that the voice that echo ease in is hearing is truly your voice. And this compulsion to run and take the child away. May this be truly driven by you and not by fear. And may this entire situation present an accountability of the heart as to how we got here. And what is the what is the accusation of neglect? What does that mean and why? And what is being done to heal the child above all? This is a greater accountability for parent to son. And this may be actually an instance, instance where the moment is working to force that, that accountability into the public space. As CPS tries to move in, we rebuke CPS we rebuke them viciously to keep them back and away from this family. And we also pray a restoration of this family in the truth, the center of truth and accountability for all they are. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Dear Scott and Bart's family, I first of all want to thank you, Scott, for your ministry. My sister Marjorie turned me on to Bard several years ago, and I've been a big fan and follower ever since. Thank you for everything you do. I have learned so much from you and, and your podcast. I have a few prayer requests today. I wrote you about my son and daughter-in-law who have been vaxxed and are expected expecting their first child. 
Jenna just got some blood tests back and it showed some abnormalities. The doctor said it could have been there in the neurological issues with her baby. I don't know much more about the situation. She lives in Canada and my son is just, my son just shipped out for work. He's a merchant mariner or mariner for several months. Please pray for them all. Okay, let's start with that one. So some more coming. So Father, we just pray for Jenna, the daughter, and to in a restoration of her body. Unfortunately, this this is a difficult situation, Father, because we know what these injections do. The choice to have taken the injection in your body is a choice to change your body. So, Father, we're going to pray that there's a churning of heart for Jenna to turn herself into Jesus and to pray and repent, and in so repenting, praying for the repentance of her child as well. To have the full faculties and body functions restored and may the body that was polluted with this injection be purified and cleansed. We raise them both up before the throne and pray that this moment in time that there will be an absolute understanding of whom they serve. Jesus, we pray that you'll make yourself present to show yourself, to show your face, and to literally bring this, this mother and, and child to a point of seeking repentance for all that they are and, and declaring full and miracle healing over both. My second prayer is for another son, my stepson, Pedro, his wife, and their one-year-old daughter. Pedro has had a brain bleed when he was eight. He recovered pretty well from the incident with some brain-related issues and has always been volatile. There are lots of reasons for his problems besides the brain damage from the bleed. Mom and dad divorced. His father and I got together. Mom said horrible things about me to Pedro. He has pretty much hated me for the most of his life. We've been able to return. Let's see, we've been able to turn that around, but it's it's been a long, hard road. I have three boys, and my husband has three boys. It was hard putting two families together, but finally we did. Pedro always caused problems, drank, smoked, did steroids. Cocaine, you name it, probably tried it. On August 13, 2018, he was on the job and was working on a metal building three stories high, and he removed the safety line. For some reason, he took a misstep and fell 38 feet to the concrete. He got his second life flight into the hospital while at hard, with hard work, lots of therapy and surgeries, got doctors and nurses. He had come a long way. Um, he not, has come a long way. He got married and has a one-year-old daughter. Sounds fantastic, but his wife abuses him. She hits him, belittles him, screams at him with their daughter present. The other day there was an incident where, there were, where they were in a fight and she slugged him in the face, as far as I know, and can see he has never been, he's never touched her. She called the police, then put the baby in a stroller and went for a walk. The police didn't come for an hour or so. His brother went over to try and help and make sure the baby and her were okay. When she came back from her walk, the police showed up and saw Pedro's face. She went to jail. She got out, of the, out that night and saw and witnessed the physical damage, it was bad. It was, oh, I'm sorry, she got out that night and Pedro and her and the baby went home. There has been one other incident that I have personally saw and witnessed the physical damage, it was pretty bad. Pedro was all scratched and bloody 
We tried to help, but Pedro is so afraid of losing his daughter, he won't say anything against her. She's just possessed. We'll deal with that one. She says hideous things to her daughter, like my daughter walks better than, than walks better than you do. Pedro has a limp when he when he walks. It's a miracle he can walk at all. Another thing he says is, my daughter is going to grow up without a father just like I did. Oh, she says that. She's putting death curses over this child. Shh. Okay, this is a real demon issue here. Pedro's wife had a horrible childhood. Well, obviously. Mom died when she was 12 from alcoholism. Okay, well, there's your first entry point. Which means the mother was probably drinking when she was in the womb. Dad came and went and left them alone most of the time. A total of seven kids. There's way more to the story, but hopefully you can see the problems. Yep. We worry about them, especially the baby. She always seems clean and well-fed. Happy as we can tell. Not a healthy environment. I'm 1.5 hours from Glad Tidings Church, but I don't think it can get them there. I can get them there. Please pray for them. Thank you, Patricia. Why? Okay. Big prayer for Pedro and his wife. This all sounds like a demonic connection with Pedro's wife, which probably came to the mother's alcoholism and the father's neglect. I can't tell you how much damage occurs with bad families. We just, man, I'll tell you, it's become so normal. So I'm just going to speak first of all. Anybody out there, do you have an addiction like alcohol, drugs, pornography? You may not want to hear this, but you're causing damage to your family and your kids that are going to be generational. So get help. I mean, we can help you here with prayers, but also you've got to have the strength to turn to Jesus. It's part of the Bible. Read it. I mean, when I say this, part of the function of the Bible in your life, read it. It's powerful. Father, we pray into Pedro's life and his wife's life and this poor child that's literally becoming in the crosshairs of, of a very dark and evil fight. Father, one, we pray into Pedro and his, his finding of Jesus that may this moment be one that Jesus can make your presence known to him, show him, show him the love and power and what it is to walk within you, anoint him to have the strength to be a warrior in the body of Christ and to be able to stand boldly before his wife. And if he loves her in any capacity, as we know he does, help her find healing. Father, we pray a hedge of protection around this family. We pray a hedge of protection around this as household and we lift them up and we make this hedge of protection anchored in the blood of Christ. And no matter where they are in their walk with Jesus, Father, we are praying for a restoration of this family and healing. We pray life into their, into their lives, life into their household. We place an additional hedge of protection around this child. But this child is off limits. It is not anybody's concern except kingdom. And for the kingdom, restore this child's health and glory through the parents. And so, Father, we, we rebuke any of these things spoken to this child that are putting this child down, any of these things spoken to Pedro that are putting him down. We break those ties, sever them, and cast them to the feet of Jesus. And we rebuke them in all cases unless they were positive, loving, and lifting up in the, in the heart of Jesus. Father, we pray against the demon, demons that are now attached to his wife, and we face them and confront them, and we push them back into the pits of hell. And Father, we cast them out, and we say, be, demon, be gone, for you do have no authority here. This household is now protected by kingdom. We cast you out and sever you and bind you and put you at the feet of Jesus. And we rebuke any ability for demons to speak whispers into people's hearts and eyes or ears. That's no longer possible. 
Father, we secure this household, we secure this mother, we secure this father, we secure this child, and we place them truly in a, surrounded by heavenly angels, if you'll so provide. And we breathe life and healing into all of them so that they can begin to see each other with clear eyes. And Father, most of all, we pray for a presence. And Jesus, we pray for your presence in this household to make yourself visibly seen and known. The child, the mother, and the father, all of them to witness this and to be drawn truly to the power of Holy Spirit and the power of restoration through love. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Could you please pray for me? I'm in a lot of pain. On my right side, it could be something wrong with my intestines. I don't want to go to the hospital. Thank you for prayers. Kathy. Okay. Father, just pray into Kathy and on her has pain on her right side. I don't know if this is hmm. I don't know anything about this. Gallstones, maybe. Could be. Just something I got. I have no idea. I'm not, I don't have the x-ray vision. God has x-ray vision. He'll know what's wrong. So Father, we pray into Kathy. We pray healing into Kathy and restoration of the body. Whatever's going on in her right side, we just start to remove that pain and we move it from head to toe and toe to head and we push that pain out of her body. And so doing, Father, we pour in the power of Holy Spirit. We pour in the power of life into, into Kathy. Raise Kathy up. We just ask that this moment in time, there's a miracle of healing and transformation upon the body as we declare this in Christ Jesus' name. Hands around her, hands up. We're praying life into this heart and removal of this pain. And we just reject this pain, rebuke it, and send it out because pain is not of kingdom. Pain is of the devil. And whatever else is in there, be it demonic or other connections, we pray against it, we bind it, gag it, and cast it to the lake of fire. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer request, requesting to serve a family who needs hired hands. Main skills are in mathematics, formulas, and textbooks reading, also familiar with DIY projects. Spent last few years learning to garden and mix soil. Blood family and relatives are not taking steps to safeguard themselves from the coming crisis and reject my words and warnings. Currently posted in Southern California and willing to move locations, just a not, just another follower is what it is. Okay. Interesting, Dave, just another follower. Well, being a follower of Jesus is not just being another follower. I hate to tell you, part of a remnant. So while I hear your name in humbleness, I also hear that don't miss the point that you are taking a step, which is by itself amazing because you've reconnected yourself with God. So just another gloryful father follower, or maybe. Father, let's pray for just another follower, pray into the heart of just another follower, and ask that all of these things that just another follower seeks can be lifted up. We pray that the presence of our just another follower is to pray in, we praying into this family, not to run away, but now to listen and have the heart to hear just another follower for all that just another follower is and has. Whatever the situation is with the family, we pray restoration in this family. We lift this family up and we bring reconnection, reunity to this family. But equally, we ask for the opportunities for those in the community or those around that are seeking to have a, a skills of these sorts brought into their lives to teach their children, to teach their families, to raise them up, 
be provided. Those doors open that only you can open. And then this may bring just another follower to another place, another level in relationship to you, bringing all things kingdom into the world through his hands. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. And, wow, this is a short prayer week. It's not surprising, though. This is our last. I Actually, we have one more after this. This is our second to last one. Please pray for my friend Bob. He was told he has two years by the oncologist. Oh, my gosh. I'll tell you. Weather forecasters and doctors, they all spell cast. It's going to be rain. And you look outside and it's sunny. You're like, I don't get it. It's going to be rain this afternoon, not a cloud in the sky. And, of course, then we have to get the cloud seeders going so that they can press their, you know, their harp weapon to stimulate the clouds to create frequency wars and create storms by the afternoon. And then you can say, oh, my gosh, the weather forecaster was right creating micro-gods within our, within our environment. And then we have this whole thing of, of doctors. Two years. I want you to hear this. Doctor says he'll be dead in two years. I would like somebody to tell me what doctor has the sight to see, let alone tomorrow, let alone two years in the future. Oh, my gosh. This is straight-up spellcasting at its worst. By the way, you're going to be just fine. You can go home today. You can get yourself a latte, but tomorrow the clock starts. And in two years from tomorrow, you shall be dead. Oh, my gosh. Ridiculous people. Okay, let's pray against this. Father, we just pray and rebuke this ridiculousness of some oncologist is giving somebody a two-year projection. This is somebody who's obviously some oncologist is laden with ego and blindness into the power and authority in which they truly have. So, Father, we break that chain and we cast it out to the lake of Jesus. We raise up Bob and we pray life into Bob. And Bob is speaking life into your heart to let you know that you can't buy any of this garbage and that you have to believe that wherever God has planned for you, he will run the full course and the full race. So lean into that. Lean into the glory of what God tells you. Continue to do what you did by rejecting this stuff, these spell casts. I almost said something else. Caught myself. It's trying to be a little nicer. No, I'm not going to be nice. We're going to reject this oncologist's foolish comments. He's a fool. Arrogance. Reject him, rebuke him, bind him, cast him out. And we breathe life into you, Bob. We breathe long life into you, Bob. We bring the life of Jesus and the promises of long living and great prosperity. And we have kingdom pour that into your heart. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Got that handle. Tell you what. Ridiculous. We got a prayer request while on this while doing this. Let's see what this is. Um okay, here we go. Okay, please pray. This is from um leg let go of my medicine. Priest pray that my son has a transformative experience with Jesus so he may experience a blessed life in him and teach his son his son by example. I am so extremely thankful that God brought me to this beloved nation and I pray for guidance and contribute to every day the way avid every day that I'm led. Okay. So let go of my medicine. We pray into your son. We pray into the son that the Holy Spirit may touch him that he may have a presence of Jesus. So Jesus, we just pray that you make your presence known and to lift that child up so the child can see you, experience you, see through the veil, be 
restored and, and shaken into the heart to lift this child up to be truly great in kingdom. May this be the first steps of many as this child begins to see himself and what his potential is, not for the system that he serves, but rather than the king in which we all serve. And bless this family in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, patriots, that was a relatively short morning today. All prayer requests done. And I'm not going to kid you since I was out hunting coyotes till like 2 in the morning or something. That means I get to go back and uh, possibly get another little bit of sleep. Oh, it looks like mm, we got one more. And we're not done yet. You know, and we just got another one. This is also from a leg, let go of my medicine. All right, one more here. Don Bell, stage four leukemia, a veteran Marine exposed to Agent Orange, needs prayer for a miracle, miraculous healing to be here till Jesus calls him home. He is in faith and trusts God for complete healing from top of his head to the bottom of his feet. Amen. Okay, Father, we pray into Don Bell. We raise Don Bell up and we pray into him for his service to a nation that was one of selflessness, even though it was a ridiculous war. And the victim that he has become as part of a being exposed to Agent Orange. So, Father, we rebuke any of the demonic ties that sit around this, for there are many, and we sever those ties and bonds. We place a hedge of protection around Don, and we breathe life into Don and raise him up and breathe life into his full body. May the Holy Spirit fill him and overwhelm him. So, Father, we pray life into his body that now is suffering through stage four leukemia. And as we pray the cleansing blood of Christ over him, the cleansing blood of Christ to be able to flow through him. And Jesus, we ask that you'll place your hands upon him as we place our hands around him. And we're praying life into Bob and restoration into Bob. We pray the Holy Spirit takes hold and now cleanses that blood from head to toe and toe to head. And the blood is purified and restored to the perfection of kingdom. And we match our prayers with his prayers to lift him up in the glory of kingdom. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Now I can say it. Now I can say we're all done with prayers. That's good. And now I can say that, man, we're, we're going to have a great New Year's. This is a great way to bring New Year's in. We're going to pray to him. We'll have a show tonight. I don't know when it's going to be, but we're going to have one. And um, there we go. So, Patriots, I hope you have a really blessed Sunday. So, it's going to be a good Sunday. Let's do a prayer out, and then we'll close it out. Father, we just want to thank you for this beautiful Sunday that we've had here today to assemble in fellowship, to pray, and to pray for healing and restoration. And we can pray for the continued blessings and miracles that flow through us into this world, that we can truly be those agents to transition this world from where it is into the glory of kingdom as they witness the power of the miracle God. Father, we pray miracles upon miracles of these healings, the more that we pray, the more that we become in alignment with what your will is to truly see these powerful miracles of healing happen before us instantly. And let these be testimonies to the power of whom you are, whom we serve. Testimonies into the power of Jesus and what, his, what it meant to be crucified on the cross and the victory which brought into this world. And testimonies to ourselves who are humble ourselves before you and willfulness to walk this path, even if people seek to rebuke it or refute it. So, Father, we pray into this time that all those that we come near, pray for, hands on, hands near, we pray into this, the power of kingdom to heal and heal miraculously. 
And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right, patriots. I hope you have a blessed Sunday. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Peace Be Still. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. Oh, I want to feel something. I just want to breathe.